Podcasting about chicken wings is listed as an essential uh, essential job during these trying times. Coronavirus, you fucked up my 401k. Yeah, it really did. It's been a wild, wild time. It's uncertain time. That's the truth of this whole thing. Yeah. You may hear a different tone in our voice this week, folks. You know why? One of us. Got an air fryer. Yeah. Dude, that air fryer I got is insane. Literally, uh, I'm obsessed with it. So I bought like a giant bag of chicken wings, literally ate chicken wings four days in a row. Even did the same prep work. I didn't even like try a new recipe or anything. Just went for it. Did they get better and better and better and better or do they consistently remain the same? Nope, they got better because, you know, the first time I kind of overcooked it a little. The second time was like that and like that. A lot of... Against a pot. Yeah. Catch and release moment. Really? You got to... It goes back and forth. I watched your first attempt. I, mean, I think me and probably 30, 40 of our friends watched it. Yeah, I had a Facebook Live it. You know, I, I wanted to try Facebook Live. I wanted, I'd never really done one yet, so I figured I'd give it a shot. I hadn't done one yet. No. Yeah. I really wanted to, though. Well, there was that one time where you were your Facebook Live came on. That was an accident. You had that moment in your room. <laughs> American, American Pie. Pie. Exactly. Man, can you imagine American Pie? The, what would American Pie be like these days? Molly, house music. music. Yeah. Tall Nike white socks. What would like the guy get caught on? Like what? Would, like what would his like? He wouldn't Facebook Live it. Would he just like DM it to like a teacher or something? I don't know. No. Snapchat probably. No. Well, I got off the Snapchat. What if he? What if maybe? Oh, I know what it'd be. He's drunk and he thinks he's DMing someone, but he puts it on his story. Oh, that would wakes be up it. Fourteen hours later. That, that would be it. Be fourteen, 14 hours, hours later. And we pick up. Three days prior. The movie starts three days before. You wake up, the scene, the opening scene is he wakes up and his phone's been blowing up and he goes to Instagram and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> Martin Scorsese, loud music, black screen, three days earlier. And then we get to watch the whole prepping for the party, the chick he's into. Dude, I could make teen movies like a fucking... All right, one a month. Throw another one. Let's go. I'll give you an actor and... I'll give you an actor. Give me an actor and give me a situation. Okay, um, Nicholas Cage and he's, his parents are getting divorced. Hasn't he already been in this movie? Didn't he Probably. do The Family Man uh, already? I don't know. All right, so Nick Cage, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Nick Cage, or Nick Cage That's that Sean Rider. Penn, isn't it? Uh, trivia. Not trivia, but fun fact. Nicholas Cage is one of Brad Hamilton's, who works at All-American Burger, one of his best friends. Nick Cage is in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Small role, couple lines, no screen time. But he's <laughs> wait, fact he, check. He has that. no lines and no screen he had, time. No, he has lines. He has a couple lines, but he doesn't get like they don't oh, like so zoom he, in on so him. He, he does have like screen. A he does he have. He's comments. on the screen though. He's on the screen. You see him. At least he had no lines, no screen time. I was like, I was like, dude, that means he's not in the movie. <laughs> no, like real screen time. He's, he's in mentioned. The movie. He's in the movie. Nick Cage. All right, so Nick Cage parents getting divorced. All right, a la Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Home Alone and 16 Candles. We pan in on this beautiful home in the Chicago suburbs. I also view this as like a John Hughes movie. So we pan in on this beautiful home in the suburbs. Nick Cage awakens, smiles at the camera. 
because he's breaking the he's breaking the barrier. Smiles at the camera, hits off the alarm, and all of a sudden, boom! We're jumping into like high volume, high intensity '80s music. This summer, Nick Cage's parents are getting divorced. No, I was no, no, no. Pause. No, no, no. Take that music back. I was thinking like. Something um, like um, Take On Me, like that kind of like, take on me, mm, but not okay. that. That's too big of a song. Like something like Mr. Brightside like set in the 80s that no one's really ever heard of. So like does Foreigner or Journey have any music? Hmm. Maybe not even that. Maybe like The Cure. Oh, Anyways. This, I think this, I know this is a really popular one, but I think this would be a good intro song for it. Like a... Oh, Africa? Oh, Yeah. I love it. He like wakes up. He turns off the alarm. Right. So you got Nick Cage panning through his room, going through his closet, looking at some options, looking up in the mirror. You know, holding him up in front of himself, looking in his mirror, putting him back. Does a little walks out of his room, does a little twirl in the hallway, and then slides down the hardwood floor to the bathroom. The bathroom gives himself a little vibe in the mirror. Turns on the shower, hops in, and then he sings into the shower head. This is for everyone. His parents getting divorced. I was gonna say, so then he comes downstairs ready for his big birthday breakfast, and this music comes on. And his mom's sitting there weeping, his dad drinking scotch at 7.15 in the morning, and he finds out his parents are getting divorced and his birthday's ruined. Say something I'm giving up on He's very sad sitting like sitting on a curb. And then it shows him walking down a valley of trees. I'll be the one if you want. All by himself. Hands in his pocket, wind blowing through his hair. It's a crisp fall day. But then, out of nowhere, he meets a girl. And then we're back. And she's a little quirky. <laughs> a little zany. Uh, her parents aren't divorced. She has his dad. Her dad has nine wives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Nick Cage. That's Nick Cage's, Yep, I think the car accident. Let's go, Spielberg, James Cameron, make it happen. No, anyway, uh, so a little, little, little different thing we're going to be doing. Uh, this no time is it? Yeah, we're we're gonna have to hop on the call soon. We have to call this guy in. I mean, call this guy in. So we got a little, uh, we got a little fun information for you here. We got a special guest on the pod tonight. Uh, yeah, Nerm, you want to introduce him? Yeah, What's his Instagram? I his name is uh, underscore Wings of Winter. So he's a, he's another wing Instagrammer. We reached out to a couple big players on the wing Instagram, in the wing Instagram game, and we've got some good re- feedback back and some people that are willing to come on the show to talk wings. I mean, we're obviously going to have to ask this guy some Game of Thrones questions because his handle is based off it. But yeah, we're excited to ha- have some special guests on the show finally. This guy wings every day. He eats from wings. December first, two thousand seventeen, to March nineteenth, two thousand and eighteen. That is four and a half solid months of eating wings every single day. You want to talk about committing to the bit? This guy's this guy's doing it, and he's living it. And I mean, we'll get more into it. But let's just say he's. If you check him out, he's very analytical. Do we know what his name is? Uh, yeah, he gave me his name. I don't want to drop his real name though. We'll keep it. We'll, if, if he drops it in the call, we'll drop it. But I <laughs> so he's got rules. All right. So before we get him on the uh, before we get him on the line here, he's got rules. So 
Rule number one, and this comes from his Instagram. It's underscore wings of winter underscore. Rule number one, I'll eat, I'll eat at least one order of wings every day for the entirety of winter, beginning 12 one ending astronomically on 3-20-2018. All right, so we eat wings for an entire year. The wings no, must the be bone-in or the skin and flesh surrounding where the wing bones were in the case of Yong Thai stuffed wings, Japanese butterfly, yakitori, or other prep. No boneless pieces. All right, hold on. Okay. Okay with this. Rule three, no repeats. Each establishment's wings can only count once during the winter. Okay. Four. You'll get one shot, one opportunity. Provided it's not a heat, spicy challenge type of thing, if the establishment has a namesake sauce or rub, I have to order it. We do that a lot. I, I, I can appreciate that. Rule number five. I have to make homemade wings at least once a month. I can't recall ever making them, so I want to use this as an opportunity. In rule six, I have to document it. So as I'm scrolling up here, he started with some classics. Mm -hmm. December one, December two, December three, December. Oh, my God. That would have been kind of an expensive time, dude. Eating, eating wings every day. I see a couple of beers in here, too. Seven. Yeah, I did that, though, eight, too. Nine, well, I, I ten, eleven. He really fryer. did it. I got my air fryer going, though, so. Well, I mean, I've been making wings. I wonder what recipes he uses. I wonder if he uses an air fryer. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I'm not really sure, to be honest. But Where's my name on here? Kind of intrigued to talk to this guy. We don't know what his name is? We know what his name is. What's his name? That sounds fake. I mean, he gave me his Gmail, so. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> sounds pretty legit. So is he calling in to Zoom? We're gonna. I'm gonna email him. Email him the Zoom link. Mm -hmm. Wow! And this guy's from Minneapolis. I think so. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I literally just, I was like just on. I, I got the idea to like because I wanted to like interact with other wing people because I thought it'd be fun. So I just messaged a bunch of people the other night, and I was like, "Hey, like, where are other wing people? Quarantined." Love to like just we can't really go to restaurants or give them a we get takeout but you know that's not really giving it the yeah, best. I don't know how I feel about it. I like to support local, but man. yeah, people making my food in them right now. I'm just like yeah, yeah. Well, both well, well, Actually, I saw I saw Todd from speaking of I saw Todd from Wing Doozies doing the the runouts right now. Yes, somebody had posted a, a video of getting Wing Doozy and Todd ran it out. Dude, I was like hell yeah, we got to get him back. We should Todd, call, we, we should get Todd. We should call him in. We should call Todd. Should get Todd me. on the pod. All right. Anyway. Without any further ado. All right, folks, we're going to step away for a second, get prepped for the call with our uh, conduit out of Minnesota. We'll be back in a minute. Let's do it. A cornfield in Carlisle Town. Everybody's running around. Most cruise through. Swimming all the sun was out. This long-legged girl around And I knew she'd be true How do you want your name to use? We'll drop We'll just call you my name uh, But I usually go by J.D. Hovland online uh, Because if you search for John Hovland You end up with a bunch of like Norwegian diplomats Just <laughs> for J.D. Hovland you end up fighting What a me. terrible problem to have right. God, those Norwegian diplomats, man They're the worst well, But I'm kind of excited We got the yeah. wingmen of West Michigan And the wings of winter Yeah, so Joining forces Just to, just to, just to break the ice here, man And I just want to get straight to it uh, Flats are drums 
Oh, flats. God damn. Dude, I'm always outnumbered. On that, I'm a drummies My man. man. JD. Dude, I knew it. The minute we clicked this, right. uh, so for those of you, we actually have a Zoom video going on. You're not going to be privileged to that, but we're actually sitting across the table here in, in mid-quarantine here with uh, JD from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis mm -hmm. area. And I just had a good feeling. The minute we popped on, I was like, it feels like one of us. <laughs> and he's a flats man. JD, I am also a flats man. Nerm and I have been known to actually trade drummies to flats mid-bar, mid-meal. All right, here's, a, here's the next question. We're just getting the... They eat softballs out of the way. Everyone likes to be grilled when blue they cheese or ranch. Blue cheese. Oh, oh see, see, Ooh. I'm locked. I'm actually a little lactose, so I don't even do either. I'm a purist. I call myself, but he's uh, a he's a ranch man. ranch man. I mean, I'll do either. But so there's a couple places in town that do a really good creamy blue cheese dressing. Yeah, I don't like the really chunky blue cheese dressing because then it's just like you're trying to stab chunks of cheese with your with your bones, and it's just not. All right, so which I think is always why I've had like oh, a weird never remember the name of the place. issue with blue cheese is like sometimes like when you scoop the blue cheese and you can see the actual dried piece, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. this isn't exactly what I wanted. Yeah. The final and I, we we dabble in both of these, but if you had if you had a preference, celery or carrots, celery. My oh, yeah, All right, two out of three, we can work together, JD. It'll be perfect. It'll be a match made in heaven here. All so. right, so well, I guess one reason we also want to call you in is to get a little. Let's correspondence. give JD a little intro, dude. Yeah, give, we'll, him a, give him a little intro. Well, we just want to get a quick correspondence too. What are uh, if someone's traveling in the Twin Cities area? What are some of the the wing hot spots to check out? Okay, everybody's going to tell you the Buffalo. You should go to Runyon's. Uh, it's on Washington Avenue downtown. That was your very first. Uh, that was your very first post. Yeah, that was the first place I went. It's close to work. Just went there for happy hour after work. Um, grab some wings. Uh, that's yeah. I wanted to kick it off because that's where everybody says go get Buffalo wings at Runyon's, and they're really good. Um, some other ones that uh, people tell you to get are the. Um, the five spice ones at or they might be more spiced um at uh the monte carlo there's some dry rub wings and they're they're phenomenal they're really good um my personal favorite type of wing and uh you can get them at a few thai restaurants are mung stuffed wings so what they do is they like debone the wing oh. the entire um the whole part of it the flat and the drum still connected and they debone take out all the bones and they use it like a sausage casing they fill it with meat, silver thread noodles, stuff like that. Steam it and then fry it. It's phenomenal. What What is this called? It's uh, Mung Stuffed Wing. So uh, the uh, Minneapolis, the Twin Cities area has a huge Hmong population uh, from refugees from the Vietnam era. And they've really added to the food scene. And my favorite thing that they brought was stuffed chicken wings. Holy. Oh, my shit. Christ. That sounds incredible. So wait, so yeah. he says they debone the wing. And they use it like a like a sausage casing, and then they stuff the wing with other meats, cheeses, noodle. I mean, what are noodles? And oh, so most of the time it's uh it's noodles and meat and herbs. Um, I I took it a step further and like went with the same flavor profile. So when I was doing wings in winter, I always made wings once a month at home as well, and I made Italian stuffed wings. So I took uh, a meatball that I got from one of my favorite Italian restaurants in town. I took that meat and shoved it in there and then um, also did it with a, with a small amount of pasta that I'd cooked in chicken stock and stuff. And then a bunch of shredded cheese, you know, folded it over, put a toothpick through it, steamed it, and then fried it. It was amazing. You got that mad scientist. Oh my God, dude. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, that's, dude, that sounds incredible. So, yeah. well, okay. So to give, to give you listeners just a little bit of a background here, um, JD, 
the leading wing connoisseur in the uh, probably in all of Minnesota. I, 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 mean, know I don't know two who's things the, about I Minnesota. I haven't met any better Minnesota. Yeah. The uh, Mall of America and, yeah. and the movie Fargo, which I do love the movie Fargo, but Fargo's North Dakota. Oh, it is. Oh, gosh. I don't know one thing about Minnesota now. It's in Fargo, but it takes place in Minnesota. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. See. Oh, yeah. Bemidji, right? Is yep. that around there? Yeah. All okay. the Coen oh, Brothers yeah, yeah. trivia yeah. I've read on Wikipedia. But anyway, so JD's joining us from Minnesota today. And actually, how, how Nurm found him was on Instagram. He has a Instagram you guys should check out. It's underscore wings of winter. That's wings with an S. Wings of winter underscore. And believe it or not, and I did a little fact checking here because I, I just – it's an incredible feat. JD ate chicken wings at least once a day from December 1st, 2017 to March 19th of 2018, which is a solid four and a half months. Yeah. Damn, dude. Whew. Okay. Oh, I need, three you, and a half. Are you tired, of, tired at the end? Three and a half yeah, months? That's, yeah. That's, what, a, that's, a, that's December, a January. Yeah, almost. Were you just, were you done? Uh, no, actually, I think I, I didn't document it, but I think I got chicken wings like three days later. Oh my god! <laughs> Almost by like habit, I'm sure at that point. Oh yeah, you know, no, like, it's okay. like it's just like after five months of soup, I'll take a day or two off, but then I'm gonna go get fun at my favorite place that I haven't gone back to since I started this. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Can you fill the listeners in on that, like what you're doing now? Oh yeah, so uh, every every winter I try to do a theme now. So last year I tried to do four themes, like one a month. Uh, I did like noodles of November, desserts of December. Uh, JD's January of dumplings and February of fromage, you know, cheese. <laughs> and then Dude, um, a fucking icon. And then oh this year God. it was like, I want to do soup and I want to do it for far longer than I've ever done it. So I started November 1st, got a mushroom biscuit, Moochie's Italian, the new, uh, their new spot in Minneapolis. Say they, they're the meatballs I used was from their St. Paul location. Okay. Um, and then I decided I'm going to go until the last day of March. So, uh, we're coming up on so you're in the throes of it we're like almost yeah. a week out from you yeah, being five gone. more days so God damn, dude well what, what, what you, you got any soups on the docket um I mean, com, coming up yeah uh so tonight i'm getting i have some gumbo i got from a uh uh cajun pop-up a couple days ago and just let the I just letting the gumbo mellow and you know mix its flavors i'll have that tonight uh tomorrow i'm getting some cost soy from a food truck that's doing takeout at a brewery that can only do takeout now. Um, then this weekend, I'll probably grab some sour soup from a, a Hmong place. So, God damn, do I try so is it get, places? so now let me ask you this. So I noticed one of the rules when you were doing the wing, um, I, I don't want to call it a challenge cause you, you did it yourself, but when you were doing your, your passion project, your passion project yeah. with chicken wings, you, one of the rules was no repeats. Are yep. you, do you still have that same rule right now? Oh, no, no, no. I was going to no. say, that feels No, like I've gone to, like, there was some nights where I'd do three soups in one night at the same place. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, dude, that just, I mean, I, I, I commend you for the wings. That's, I, but I feel okay. like almost wings would be a little bit, I don't want to say easier. Because like, I, I feel like soup is soup more du jour, You can get a soup du jour anywhere. Right? But how many? Like, yeah, but how many places soup du jour? I mean, depending on where you're at, and depending it's gonna be the same chili, or... French onion, right? Uh, yeah, no, Minnesota, it's chicken wild rice, French onion, and that's about it. Damn, it's like, yeah, everybody's exactly. soup is chicken wild rice, French onion. Because while soup is really, um, in my opinion, soup is very challenging to make good, I feel like it's really easy to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. 
like you try to do a stew and I've tried to do a stew before. And I mean, that is a patience game, my friend, because you got to let all those vegetables at the right time. I mean, it's you made for St. Patrick's Day this year, you made a corned beef um, and cabbage. Mm-hmm. It's not a stew, but it's, it's hard. It's not easy. No. I mean, yeah, Especially when you're working with potatoes and stuff like that. I mean, they can they oh, yeah. can go mashed quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's all about timing and textures, trying to narrow everything down and and get it at the right time. So after this, what's next winter? What do we have to look forward to in 2020? Ooh, I'm gonna bring back Wings of Winter for six weeks. Hell yeah, what? dude! I am geared up, my man. Yeah, I'm gonna, for half the winter, I'm gonna bring back Wings of Winter because now I have got a, a GoPro, so I can film the whole process. Like there was so much that went on behind the scenes that like people are going to be like misfights. Like, cause I have like, I have like a graph paper that's got millimeter r- rules on it that I would oh, yeah, I've seen the, on. I've so even bring that measurements. Up. I even bring that up. How, how did, how did you get all those measurements? Uh, so I have, uh, I had a piece of graph paper that I laminated that was millimeter length. So I could lay the bones down and take a top town photo and see how long every bone segment was. Yeah, for the uh, did you have weight on there too? I believe, or did you just have? Uh, yeah, I had a. I brought a scale with. I brought two takeout containers so I could put the the wings in one of them to keep, and that one would be the dirty one, and the other one would be the clean one. So I could put the dirty one in the clean takeout container so yeah. I didn't mess up my bag and stuff. See, so, and you never thought that that scale you bought to to weigh out weed for your buddies in college <laughs> is ever going to come in handy again. Yeah, exactly. Boom! Here we go. It's back. <laughs> Yes, for the for the listener who who I don't think we brought this up yet, but he if you go to his Instagram page, attach like link to it is a Google Doc which probably has the most in depth wing review I've I've ever seen. It puts us to shame to be honest. Like we just end up like talking if we like them. Oh, like the yeah. range. You, this is it has the weight, the length, the long how long the longest flat was, how long the longest drummy was. But then he goes into things like that we do, like that I appreciate right, temperature, like crispiness, how, how much sauce did they put on it? Is flat, it too much sauce? Saucy, yeah. Dry rubs. I will say my favorite rule you had because we follow we follow the same exact rule and we go places is if you're known for a sauce or a rub that's what we're getting. Yeah, I try. Yep. And we yeah. have gotten bad pun here, but we've gotten burned on that rule before. Yeah. Because but... there was one place up in Rockford, which is just a little bit north of Grand Rapids, and they had a wing called the Smog Wing. And when those boys came out, we asked the the head chef. They did like the Asian style wings where you break them. And when he came out, he's like, yeah, sure about this? And we're like, yeah, it'll be fine, man. And when they put the wings down on the table, the minute they dropped, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrifically spicy. Yeah, and they were brutal. They were horrible. <laughs> Sam was considering just dealing with the lactose <laughs> issue at that point for some cold milk. Now, uh, now, J.D., what, what would you say are the most crucial, uh, let's, I would say, uh, factors? So, like, out of your whole chart, out of all the variables you have, what would you say are the top three most important to you? Um, top three most important like factors, uh, crispy. I cannot stand oh, yes. a flaccid skinned wing. <laughs> oh man, it, it's, it's just if it's rubbery, it's like it's really hard to get a good baked wing in my opinion. It's like give me fried any day. Um, but so texture, it, you know, texture is the number one. Uh. So even going to that, so the meat's got to be, you know, intact, juicy, not dried out, not mealy. Like it doesn't, like it shouldn't go to powder in your mouth when you're chewing on it. It should have like some structure. Um, and then flavor. I mean, it's it's got to taste good. Like Overall taste. 
Yep. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite category is just overall taste. When I was yeah. eating the wings, how did I feel about eating the wings? Right. Was I like ready for another one, or was I, you know, eh, ready to move on? How, how do you? How, what are your thoughts? So I, I'm kind of against it. I, I like a nice pure, like just that good fried wing. Maybe a light, extremely light batter, but a lot of people like to get like very like, like I was like the southern fried style. I just can't handle that. That's disgusting. How do you feel about that? I'm not a fan. Um, I'm not a fan. I mean, I know that's like, uh, like probably inspired by the original Hooters recipes and stuff, oh, but God. yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I, I want them naked or maybe a little bit of potato starch on them or something just to give that extra little crispiness, Yeah, but I don't want batter. No. Same here. Yeah. One of our favorite places, they, they fry them twice. So they flash fry them the second time just to give them that extra crispy layer on top, but there's no batter. They're naked wings. Then they toss them. Then they fry them again. So they actually dip them one last time after they've been tossed just to encase that sauce. Awesome. Oh, man. Those, yeah, that's our gold standard wings. It's a local cool. spot here in GR called Farrah's. So yeah. it's, uh, that's my favorite. But So do you pair? We pair our chicken wings with Miller Lite. Do you have a beverage of choice you like to pair your wings with? Uh, not – I didn't really, I'm not really like, uh, that I focused on, but, um, locally I'd probably usually end up with a, like a Surly Furious. It's a pretty hoppy oatmeal based IPA. Hell yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. Dinner and dessert at the same time. So love it. JD, I gotta ask, I, I gotta run a couple more things past you. So, I mean, we went into the wings, but now we gotta check out, you know, the winds of winter the eventual forthcoming book by George R. R. Martin. If it ever come out, how did you feel? So I'm assuming you're a big Game of Thrones fan. How did you feel about the series ending? Um, well, at the end of the last season, it was a, it was a, you know, I was glad it was done, <laughs> but um, just to put, put us out of our misery. Um, it, it really felt rushed. Uh, some of the decisions that the showrunners made were terrible. Yeah. It's like, if the, so, I'm going to go nerd on this one. So anyway. if, uh, so when Danny was like hearing the ringing bells and just decided to go crazy and, you know, torched King's landing, uh, it just felt like they were saying, Oh yeah, she's Targaryen. She's going to go crazy. Right. Um, so if instead, if they would have like, because they set up in the first season, like the very first season at the end that, when people were decapitated in King's Landing, their head went on a spike on the wall above the gate. So they set that up and they didn't pay it off where they could have had Masande's head because the previous two episodes, she was decapitated or the previous episode, she was decapitated right in front of Danny and Wormtongue and uh, could have put, or well, Grey Worm. Wormtongue's a different thing. Uh, yeah, Grey Worm. And put her head on that. She could have been looking around, serving, you know, King's Landing and everything. Saw Masande's head and then, you know, just gone crazy there. Right. I mean, I, that would have made a lot more sense to me. Better payoff, but yeah. So, yeah, I just, we watched it. We were watching it together and he was, I was a late, uh, a late arrival to Game of Thrones. I think I probably started watching it uh, mid season four. Yeah, I was a book man as well. Yeah, so he he hit the literature, and then I'm just a HBO Go kind of guy, and I hopped in like season four, so binge quite a bit. So I was like really taking it in, and like I feel like that's the worst way to watch that show because you get so much of it so quickly, and then when you finally catch up and you have to wait, you like lose it all. 
yep. all of a sudden. And so we, my, my wife and I were going back and watching season, what was it, seven seasons? Uh, eight total, I think. Eight, eight, eight total. So we went back and watched season seven to catch up. But there's just so much that goes on. And, yeah, it just felt really rushed to me. And it didn't do, it didn't do what is, is still, even with the shitty ending, one of the greatest series. Um, it didn't do it justice. Agreed. You know, it should have had a Sopranos-esque ending. It should have had a Breaking Bad-esque ending, you know, even though you don't really know what happens at the end of either of those. All right. Those G- are better. G- I don't want to hold you from this gun too long, but uh, what uh, what series you got in your docket? A lot of people are sitting at home. A lot of people are listening to this. Got any recommendations? Oh, for watching? Yeah. What are you watching? Ooh. Well, let's see. I honestly don't watch a lot of television, but um, – so I really enjoyed Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Right. And then um, they just announced a, a third and final season of Lost in Space. And I'm a huge fan of the Netflix version. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hey, man. You know what comes out tomorrow? Ozark season three. Oh, shit. I'm going to watch that. Nice. Ozark's a good show, too. Cool. But we'll do it. JD, thank you so much, man, for taking time to chat with us. Wings of Winter. If we have Wings of Winter. And I, I tell you what, seriously, uh, maybe when this travel band gets uh the, not the travel band the traveling band yeah. but the travel band gets lifted and wherever up in uh minneapolis or in the twin cities man we're gonna hit you up we're gonna get, go to was it runyon's runyon's yeah. runyon's for some buffalo wings and some beers man that sounds awesome Dude, he's a legend. Holy cow, that's a lot of fucking chicken. Jesus Christ. And he's eating soup. And he's going back to wings. You too. You think he you think he you know, you get winged out. But I don't know. Like you I get said, winged out doing five months of soup, all I'd want to fucking I, do is I, go back I to I will say wings. this. I forced when I have the I said I bought that giant bag of uh frozen chicken wings that I put in my uh Power XL Vortex air fryer, five quart. I swear to God, the more you say that phrase and the cleaner comes out of your mouth, you are getting some sort of weird commission <laughs> for that for that product. No, but the more you I love d- that air fryer more dude, than you I had love to me. like I had to consciously not eat not eat wings the other day. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna eat something else because I was afraid I'm gonna get sick of them. How many days in a row did you eat chicken wings? Honestly. Why? I need to know. There's uh, some quiver in your eye that's making me concerned. How many days in a row? Say it. It's Say it. It was four. Less than six. It was four. It was four. Oh, four is nothing. But we've, we've eaten chicken wings four days in a row on a long, the, on a long was, holiday it, week. It, it was the immediate four days that I got in the air fryer. <laughs> Oh, that's like getting a, a good use, book or, you know, use, getting some chips you like and, the you know, you're going to crush it in a couple of days. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, but have you watched Tiger King yet? No, I haven't. Come on, dude. I told you. Everyone I'm, was I'm telling get, me to I watch got, it. I held out on it too for a minute, but dude, I started watching. I was like, God, this is insane. Dude, I got to spread out my quarantine watching. We got two, maybe three more weeks of this shit. I got to. It's going to be a minute, man. We'll keep, we're going to keep podcasting here for you guys. We're actually not turning off till April thirteenth, Michigander. So don't. Now we're going back into our. Yeah, you'd think we were quarantined before. <laughs> I gotta give it up to we were JD, prepping, man. We were prepping, dude. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he was legit. He's one of the good ones. Do I'm excited. Flats, 
celery. So, the like bush chasing I can live we without. Gotta, I mean, dude, I mean, I, I just thought it was so cool. To, I mean, obviously, we've talked to like Todd from Wing Doozy. Gussie. Gus. What up, baby? You know, we've talked to some people that are like chefs and wing company owners, wing business owners, and they Another really enthusiast. love wings. But it's nice to actually just talk to someone else that just like like loves the game. Another enthusiast. Yeah. Someone who's put in the, the sweat equity. Yeah. I got to think. I mean, so let's think about this. All right, let's do a little financial math here. JD must be doing pretty good for himself because let's think. If you go out and get six wings yep. minimum yep. and a beer, 10 bucks. It's got to be 10 bucks. That's before. T- I don't know. Six Probably talking beer? 13, 14 bucks a day. <laughs> yeah, at least. Let's just say on average, 11 for the times Jeez, he made them himself. Billionaire. Jesus. And the times. So, how many days a month are there? 30 on average? <laughs> yeah. Dude spent a grand on chicken wings in three months. Damn, it rocks. <laughs> That's actually incredible. That's amazing. I love that, dude. Good for you, JD. Happy to have you on the show, man. You are now a part of the Wingman of West Michigan family. He's Our in the family. Our syndicate up in uh, the Twin Cities in Minnesota, mm. Minnesota. Maybe you can answer the question post-podcast if he listens to it, but uh, there was a place I went and got wings in St. Paul, but it doesn't exist anymore. I was there for like the last, like I was when I was there for work, I was there like it just closed, but dude, it had like the fryers in the main room. So you know you go to like a burger place sometimes where they're cooking the burgers behind there? Yeah, like a Waffle House. They were frying shit right there. And they didn't really have ventilation. So the whole restaurant looked like people were smoking inside of it. It was just. But it was just fryer fry grease. grease. So you'd walk. I had a jacket. I couldn't even wear it. I didn't even want to wear it to the airport the next day. What? It was it smelled that bad. That's disgusting. It went out of business. Though. Well, it closed. Fuck it shit. got bought out. It got bought out. No, it was By like the a health department? It was like, no. Like a condo place bought it. St. All right, Paul. so JD Nerm's been to St. Paul. Went to a wing place where essentially you're drenched in wings. It had some weird names like Mc, it wasn't McDougal's or Dagoo McGeeties, something like that. It's it, was like the time you got it was by the train station. There was a train station wings. and a Hyatt place. Google that. That's the only because right, that's where I was. <laughs> that's all I remember. Anyway, but uh, uh, no. So actually, Nerm uh, Nerm had a pretty cool idea, and he reached out to some uh, other wing enthusiasts here while we're in the quarantine. We don't want to spend too much time talking about Corona because all your other media outlets are drowning yeah, you with Corona too, news. So um, we're not trying to talk too much about that. But during this quarantine, we're hoping to put together kind of a slew of episodes for you guys to enjoy um, with some other wing enthusiasts from across the pond in some, some cases. Are, some have accepted from across the pond. Down under? Some might be throwing a wing on the bobby. Wing you know? on the bobby. <laughs> so we got some yeah. friends from down under who are going to join the pod. Um, some some guys up from Buffalo, the origination of the North American San chicken wings. Some bros from uh, yeah, some some girls from San Diego. Cali. So we're going. Uh, we're like we're going we're like worldwide. Pitbull here, man. We're, we're going Mr. Mr. International, Mr. Worldwide. So Pitbull. we got some good good action coming at you guys. All right, before before we get off, hit me just just to uh, just uh, you know our positivity spreading. Tell me one good thing that happened to you in the last week. One good thing that happened to me in the last week. Well, I mean, I don't know. I will say all in all, in general, with what's been going on, you know, it's. I will say I don't want to, I don't want to gloat about good things because I know there's a lot of people going through a lot right now. However, I'm very happy that the to date, the pandemic and the quarantining has has been. Treated me and my family pretty well. We've all been doing okay through it, and and work wise, and our our staff is healthy. And but in terms of good things that happened to me in the last week, I mean, you know, got to have some good quality catch up time with some friends. Mm-hmm. 
via FaceTime. I, I said earlier to someone, I said, you really do find out who your real friends are when you're forced to <laughs> not be around them. Yeah. And you start to hear the people who check in on you. So I had some great conversation with friends, been able to catch up, played a little golf. Um, all in all, things are good. And now I finally have, and I told you this earlier, now I finally have an allotted amount of time where I'm rarely leaving the house so I can finally give my beard a true chance of growing in. We'll give you an update in a couple of weeks on Instagram on that. If you don't follow Trey, it's at WMWM. So something positive I've noticed. So a couple of weeks ago, I was kind of like nervous about this whole thing when like the toilet paper madness was going on. I was like, true. what the hell is happening? But I, I like many other things, uh, when I feel like when times get the darkest, people seem tend to rally around. Yeah. Um, people really, everyone, everyone wants to get through the hardships together and everyone wants to work to make everything better. And that's all I've really seen. I mean, obviously I've seen some negative consequences, but I, I do believe they are temporary. And I mean, I've had people reaching out to me that, you know, from my previous jobs, I've had people reaching out to me from high school. I've had people reaching out to me from college and just people have, having conversations that I, I wouldn't have regularly, even just calling my family. I call my family like every day now. Right. Before I was only, you know, every other day. Right. No, it's. I think that the. I think that in times like this, you see the true nature of humans. Oh. Um, and I think we always Damn think it. that. What? I forgot. I wanted to ask JD one last question. All right. Well, act like I'm JD. What's the question? All right. Would you rather fight a lion with a with a samurai sword or eight wolves and you have a gun with nine bullets in it? I feel like JD's going to go the samurai sword lion route. No, no, I don't think you'd beat a lion. Hmm? I don't think you'd beat a lion. I don't think you'd beat eight wolves. <sighs> but dude, I don't know. You kill the alpha, they'll they'll scatter. Yeah, but how do you know what the alpha is? He's coming. What are you watching the gray? What are you watching the gray with fucking Liam Neeson? But no, man. I think that uh, hopefully in the next few weeks life's gonna get back to normal. But um, well, hey, listeners out there, we hope you guys are doing well. Right into the mailbag. We know you have nothing DM but us time. on Instagram. DM yeah, us on Instagram. Shoot some links. Shoot some shows to watch. We got time. Give us some topics, baby. That's all we got. But uh, you guys stay safe. Stay hungry out there. We'll talk soon.